TED Audio Collective. You're listening to TED Talks Daily. I'm Elise Hugh. Most of us have known and loved someone with Alzheimer's. For neuroscientist Li Hui Tsai, seeing her grandmother suffer inspired her research career. In her 2021 archive talk from Ted Monterey, she reveals the exciting discoveries she and her lab have made with gamma brain waves using light and sound therapy to possibly delay the onset of Alzheimer's, followed by a quick Q&A with head of Ted, Chris Anderson, after a short sponsor message. Support comes from Zuckerman Spader. Through nearly five decades of taking on high-stakes legal matters, Zuckerman Spader is recognized nationally as a premier litigation and investigations firm. Their lawyers routinely represent individuals, organizations, and law firms in business disputes, government, and internal investigations, and at trial, when the lawyer you choose matters most. Online at Zuckerman.com. Support for TED Talks Daily comes from Capital One Bank. With no fees or minimums, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than deciding to listen to another episode of your favorite podcast. And with no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank. Capital One N.A. Member FDIC. TED Talks Daily is brought to you by Progressive. Progressive helps you compare direct auto rates from a variety of companies so you can find a great one, even if it's not with them. Quote today at Progressive.com to find a rate that works with your budget. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. You've all heard of brain waves. For a long time, neuroscientists didn't know what they meant. But we slowly come to understand their purpose. The brain generates waves with different paces or frequencies to transmit information and thoughts by coordinating the activity of nerve cells. These waves are a little like the effect of the orchestra conductor waving a baton to keep the musicians synchronized. I'm going to talk today about the waves that have the so-called gamma frequency. These gamma waves are particularly important for synchronizing brain activity to process new information from the senses and for learning a memory. You might be surprised to learn that when these gamma waves are weaker than they should be, this may contribute to Alzheimer's disease. Indeed, my laboratory and others have shown that in people with Alzheimer's and in laboratory mice that model the disease, gamma waves at the frequency of 40 hertz have reduced power and synchrony than they should be. So back in 2015, we've got an idea What if we artificially boosted this wave? Would that affect Alzheimer's disease? We have to know the answer because we are an aging society. As we have made progress in treating many other health problems, we began living long enough 
to develop others. In the last 20 years, the Alzheimer's Association estimates deaths from heart disease declined by about seven percent, but the number of deaths from Alzheimer's disease increased 145 percent. One in three seniors in the U.S. dies with Alzheimer's disease or another dementia. They say, and more than 11 million people. Provide unpaid care for their loved ones with Alzheimer's. So this means that probably most of us in this room have known and loved someone with Alzheimer's. I am no exception. One day, when I was four, I went out with my grandmother, and when I looked up to her to say. Let's go home," she said. "Home, where is home?" So to see if we could treat Alzheimer's disease by changing brain waves, we try out different approaches. By working with my colleagues Emory Brown and Ed Wyden at MIT, we figure out that we could entrain. Or stimulate increased gamma waves by simply showing mice lights blinking at that frequency. This really works. Showing mice 40 hertz flickering light, and we demonstrated later, placing a 40 hertz buzzing sound creates a 40 hertz disco that increases the power and synchrony. Of these waves across the brain, the effect reaches key parts of the brain, such as the prefrontal cortex, where we do planning and reasoning, and the hippocampus, where we create memories. So, the light and sound stimulation approach seems cool and flashy, literally. But what amazes the most is that it produced profound and widespread benefits in mice engineered to model this disease. Mice exposed to gamma light and sound stimulation had major reductions in protein buildups, amyloid plaques, and tau tangles that are hallmarks of Alzheimer's progression. The stimulation preserved more of the connections. Or synapses that bind nerve cells into circuits. More cells survived, so the brain decayed less. The brain naturally has open spaces known as ventricles, and in the brain of mice left untreated, these ventricles became very big. But in the brain of mice exposed to gamma wave stimulation. These ventricles are closer to the size of healthy mice, and consistent with all of these physical differences, Alzheimer's mice exposed to light and sound stimulation show better performance on learning and memory tests than untreated mice did. We are still studying why stimulating gamma waves works, but we have. Made some key observations, 
The brain has immune cells known as microglia that are supposed to maintain health by removing waste. These cells change their form and activity following gamma wave stimulation. We've also seen that the blood vessels in the brain respond to the stimulation. These vessels widen their diameters to increase blood flow, for instance. This improved circulation may play a key role in flushing out waste as well. So, mice are nice, but people are the point. So, my group and others have begun testing gamma light and sound stimulation in humans. We've developed a delivery device that our volunteers can use in their homes. It's a poster-sized light box with a speaker underneath to produce synchronized 40 hertz sensory stimulation. A little tablet in the middle allows them to play videos when they are getting stimulated. Recently, we have begun to see data emerged from this pilot clinical studies. Annabelle Singer, a former member of our MIT team and now a professor at Georgia Tech, recently published encouraging results showing that gamma light and sound stimulation entrains stronger gamma waves in people, and their brains show increased connectivity and synchrony. My group has made some similar findings, including signs of preservation of the brain volume and cognitive improvement. A private company we co-founded, Cognito Therapeutics, has also seen benefits in human testing, including reduced brain atrophy and improvement in mental functioning. While we still have more work to do to determine the full clinical efficacy, we have provided a lot of evidence that this approach appears safe. Our participants use their devices consistently and tolerate gamma wave stimulation well. Unlike a drug, this stimulation is completely non-invasive and has minimal side effects. Which could make this approach very accessible. We are now working to launch a new study of whether gamma wave stimulation can effectively delay the incidence of Alzheimer's disease. Given the prevalence of Alzheimer's disease in our aging population, and how safe this gamma light and sound stimulation approach appears to be. I sometimes dream of a gamma society, where we integrate gamma wave stimulation into our daily environment through our lightings or even our video entertainment. Maybe we will have a better world and a brighter future if we can keep our brain waves and therefore our mind and memory well stimulated. Thank you. Thank you so very much. 
the cause of Alzheimer's? Like the implication of what you're saying is that it's possible that an actual causal factor is this fall off in, in um, the you know, gamma brain waves. Is that how you see it? Or what is the picture? You know, obviously, the causes for Alzheimer's disease are very complex. There are a lot of genetic factors and environmental factors. But one thing is that this compromise of the gamma waves happens very early in the course of the disease. And, it, you know, as I uh, alluded to earlier, it has this tremendous effects on many different cell types, many different functions in the brain. So it is very likely that this impaired gamma waves leads to the buildup of the, the protein aggregates and pathology. But I would also like to mention that this impairment of these other cell types and other processes in the brain can also impact on the strength of the gamma waves. So if you think about the pathophysiology of the disease, it's, it's like a runaway train that eventually crashes. Mm. So I think that this light and sound approach, what it does is to give a break of this process and give the brain an opportunity to heal. So you're not necessarily arguing that uh, gamma ray therapy would be a complete prevention of Alzheimer's, but that it, it could, it, in, a, it, in it, combination with other things, it could play it, an absolutely critical role. It depends role. on when do you start the treatment. Right. So if you start early, so that's why we are now testing whether this um, approach can delay the incidence of the disease. So if you start early enough, you really believe it, that alone could delay materially the onset of Alzheimer's? We'll see. We're we'll starting see. a clinical trial. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you for your work. Thank, Thank you. you.